0: What's going on, Bulls Nation, and welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, brought to you by PointsBet. Use promo Wee. code CHGO when you sign up to live your, your bet life. life. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck, hanging out with me, as always, my good friend, Big Dave Watson. Fistball for the W, Dave. Oh. Follow Dave on Twitter at BWL Sports. Follow us at CHGO underscore Bulls. And later on in the show, we will be joined by our pal Will Gottlieb, who's tuning in to Bulls post game press conference right now. Yes, he and is. we got our producer Joey hanging out with us as well. Joey, and you, our fellow Bulls fans, hanging out with us on that YouTube feed. If you are watching us on Twitter, come join us on YouTube. Come on. You can join the chat, see your beautiful avatar and your comment up there right on the screen. Be a part of the show. Be a part of the fun. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave. Matthew, I was just talking to you after that final horn yes. in the last 10 minutes getting ready. Yes. That I'm really glad that it didn't have to be like, what, episode four yes. of this new venture yes. where I lost my goddamn mind in front of the entirety yeah. of Bulls Nation yeah. because I was not about to be ready for a loss to this Pistons team. No. Thank goodness that's not what we're
1: talking about. The joy I have because the Bulls saved me from myself <laughs> on this one. I know. I'm, listen, I know people haven't seen me angry a lot. It does. It. It's rare. It's rare. It's rare when it comes out. It's like Angry Dave is like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> It's very rare. But, man, it was on its way. Because the way I was feeling in that fourth quarter, I was like, boy, I'm about to go in on this real quick. I was like, I haven't even been here in a week. hasn't even been a real week yet. And it got me about to yell and lose my mind. Thank you, Bulls, for saving me from that. And thank you for saving Matt from that. Because I was very concerned about that microphone. <laughs> and I got Jay's eardrum because Bam. Matt was about to lose his mind, though. It was going to be wild. So but thank you.
0: 114-108 is the final. If you got the Bulls at minus 5.5, they actually even covered for you. Congratulations. So how about that? Isn't that great? It is It is great. Oh, There's some money for you. On that time with um, that sound if, effects, baby. If you had the cojones to take the Bulls minus 5.5, and, and if you did, good on you. Yes. Right around the 10-minute uh, mark of the fourth quarter, that was not looking so good. Well, it was 99-92. Yes. Early fourth quarter. Yeah. And then the Bulls did this crazy thing. Dave, um, mm-hmm. that that we haven't seen a whole lot of recently. Speaking of things that uh, are as frequent as Loch Ness monster, uh, it might be pronounced uh, defense mm, or uh, I think it's defense. Uh, defense. I think
1: it's defense. Defansky. Yeah, yeah there's an A in there somewhere. They played defense. <laughs> yeah, man. What a concept, huh? Oh my good. You know what? When they started the game, because they played defense in the first quarter, and when they started the game, the first play. Ayo, when he closed out on Cade Cunningham in the corner and Cade had to get the pass out because he was going to step out of bounds, turned into a turnover to Zach Levine, goes to the bucket, scores the easy two. I was like, yes, this is going to be great. And then the rest of the second and third quarter, they said, nah, we just don't feel like it. I don't know what turned in the fourth quarter. I'm going to credit Tristan Thompson with some of that. Because he really laid into that Bulls team on the sideline, man. And I'm. I'll get into more of it later, but yeah, in that fourth quarter, man. Not only did Demar turn it on offensively, but the Bulls themselves turned it on defensively.
0: Uh, shout out to Jock in the comments, kicking us out tonight. He uh, said we young honestly shop. should have got. We should have stomped them. That was way too close. Okay, okay. as we said in pregame, you wanted a blowout win for the yeah. Bulls to regain some of their confidence for and sure. their swagger, but a win is a win. Yeah, especially on the road. Against, as we said, a piston team that has been playing much better of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 6-2 and two in their last eight games. They are playing good basketball. And e- even once the Bulls managed to flip the script in that fourth quarter and seize that lead with consecutive stops mm-hmm. and solid execution offensively. Shout out to Martin Rosen. We'll talk Hello. about him later. I mean, they, they, but even still, the Pistons kept coming back. Yeah. Anytime you thought the Bulls got that nail in the coffin bucket, there were the Pistons. So, credit to them. And yes, it wasn't a blowout. And maybe some of us wanted a blowout win tonight. But most importantly, we ended the five game losing streak. Oh, God. And for the first time in a week, mm. kept
1: pace in these crazy Eastern Conference standings. I mean, doesn't it taste good? Doesn't winning taste awesome? It's amazing how it feels. And, and I'm just I was just so overjoyed that they got this win, Matt, because of the way we've been losing against these teams. Like we've been losing to these elite teams. they Some of those games have been close outside of that Miami game. Some of these games have been close, but it still didn't feel like that they were going to win those games. We didn't have that confidence going into this one. We were like, okay, my confidence is a little higher about how the Bulls should play tonight. But it started to feel like that first game of the season when they played Detroit, and Detroit just would not leave them alone. And it didn't matter how good the Bulls were doing, Detroit just would not go away. It was that and then the opposite because Detroit was actually the ones beating the Bulls in, in so many things. The bench points were crazy what they were doing out there. That dude, Lee, Dude. Who the hell is Lee? Lee Listen, is apparently going to be the
0: sidekick in the next Magruber movie, <laughs> a.k.a. MacGruder.
1: MacGruder. How
0: is it that the Bulls spent a solid quarter getting their asses kicked by Lee and Magruber?
1: Dude. What is that? Come on, Lee. Like, I, I don't understand, man. It was, it was so frustrating to watch that for the second and third quarter. I mean, and it was just the cuts. And then he was using his size. And he was doing all against Kobe White when that, when that came in. Credit to Kobe White for what he pulled together in that fourth quarter because I was not happy with Kobe White in that first half and in that third quarter with how he was playing. But in that fourth, offensively and defensively, he showed up for the Bulls. Uh,
0: 37 cycles in the comments saying Zach also stepped off his defense. Oh, yes. To, or, or, yes, and look, I think people over this stretch of, of five games, all L's, have been starting to call out, Zach's defense, True. and and maybe it is the fact that he's playing on half a knee or a bum knee, and mm-hmm. and trying to maybe save more of himself for the offensive end, but you know, getting lost in off-ball defense situations, yeah. mixing up uh, switches, not paying attention, getting backdoor beaten all the time in this yeah. recent, like we we were starting to to see the reemergence of bad defense, Zach. Yeah, yeah, and it was noticeable, especially because they've they've been losing yeah. in these in these contests, mm-hmm. but. Down the stretch in that fourth quarter, when the Bulls were making that run, you saw Zach executing not only solid one-on-one defense, where he was staying in front of his guy mm-hmm. and staying down and giving tough defense without fouling, mm. but also communicating like that. That late uh, possession the Pistons had, where he and Kobe executed that handoff perfectly mm-hmm. on the deep, where pass off to Kobe, Kobe picked him up, Zach made his rotation Beautiful. to the other way. Yeah, I like. It it seems crazy to talk about something that simplistic on the defensive end, but mm-hmm. when it's noticeably
1: there and mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to look,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: guess give them credit. Yeah, and speaking of Zach, man, like Zach was carrying the Bulls in that first quarter, especially man, he was the cool. reason the Bulls were staying in that ball game. Uh, because Demar was not on early on, Zach
0: seventeen saying? points, including six of seven from the free throw line yes. in the first half. Yes, man, he
1: he was the reason the Bulls were still in that ball game. So credit to him for that, and, he, and a lot of that, Matt, he did by going to the rim. I'll keep saying it because Matt keeps uh, talking about the knee, and of course, it's an issue. But for me, I judge it by how he's playing and how aggressive he's playing, and going to the bucket, doing it that way is showing me that you are being aggressive. Uh, with that knee that you have, man. 10 of 11 from the free throw line. I mentioned in the pregame that Zach had only shot over 10 10 or more free throws four times this season. One of them was against the Detroit Pistons. This is the second time that he got 11 free throws, and, I mean, he took advantage of it, man. Shooting 90% is just really huge, man. Yeah, just a great game by Zach from that first half, but in that fourth quarter, like you said, Matt, That defense and the closeouts he was doing on guys – in the corner, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When they were in mm-hmm. the baseline, on the corner, trying to get those three-point shots off. No, Zach was clamping them down. The switch, like you mentioned, he did with Kobe White when he let Kobe take that man that he, mm-hmm. that he was guarding and went and uh, took the guy to the three-point line. We hadn't seen that kind of re- really good communication defensively, especially from the guards, those two guys, since Caruso and Lonzo had been here, you know? Right. So it was good to see those guys go ahead and work that out and put it together defensively in that fourth quarter so they can get this win.
0: Man, I mean, talk about necessary. Uh, Adam in the comments saying, tomorrow hunting keg gives me hope that we can get a bucket in uh, late in a playoff game. Mm. I mean, we, we just returned to what we have already – come to expect is the norm yeah, tonight. Yeah. The Bulls were in a tight game and they gave the ball to DeMar and said, <laughs> here you go, yeah. go win us the game, please. Yes. 36 points for DeMar tonight, including 12 of 13 from the free throw line, mm-hmm. 12 of 25. So he didn't hit that, uh, that 35 and 50 from the field mark. He was mm-hmm. just shy 12 of 25 from the floor. But I did just see a tweet come across my feed uh, from Casey Johnson talking uh, uh, from Billy Donovan after the game, who said DeMar came up to Billy before he was due for his regular check-in back for his final fourth quarter stretch and said – let me back in earlier, Coach, calling it a desperation game. That's what I'm
1: talking about, man. See, I love that kind of stuff right there. Demar's like, I ain't losing. That's a dude tired of losing and sick and tired of losing. I, saw, I said that last. Like, a lot of these bulls players just ain't used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not used to winning. They don't know. A lot of them are learning what it takes. I'm not going to say they don't know what it takes. I'm going to say they just haven't learned it yet. And they're learning on the fly right now. And it's a good way to learn when you got guys like DeMar DeRozan. Not only is he your best scorer, not only is he your best player, but he is leading by example out there, man. He is leaving it out there on the line. He is saying, whatever, coach, I don't need that rest. Let me go ahead and get out here and get this win and get this victory. And, I mean, just brought it in that fourth quarter, Matt. And he needed that spark. Because yeah. we were concerned watching him in that <sighs> first half. It was 5 or 13 at one point. I was it's like, shooting, we're man. about to have another DeMarza human after all night. <laughs> and I was not looking forward to it. Yeah, I was not looking it. forward to a new graphic showing me those stats. I was not looking forward to it. Again, you saved me from so much tonight, Bulls. You saved me from so many things, man. And I appreciate it. And one more thing I wanted to say about Zach and, and what he did. You saw his thing kind of change. Because he was, when he started to struggle – it kind of changed for him in that first half when Cade Cunningham, and he got into it a little bit. You know, K, I don't know what was being said, why it even happened, but he and Cade kind of got into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. After that, buckets. Yeah. <laughs> it was buckets by Zach Levine right after that. The same thing with DeMar DeRozan. When he started getting into it a little bit with those players, buckets. That's what starts happening, man. So I appreciate them chirping a little bit and getting those guys a little more hyped up to play.
0: Right. Oh, it's uh, our romance novel author is back in the building. Justin Lovelace uh, saying DeMar Isos as our only offense in the fourth are not going to work in the playoffs, though, unfortunately. No, No, I don't don't think. Okay, first of all, are you sure? Oh, no. (laughs) Half-court offense slows down a lot in the playoffs, folks. Kind of a whole lot. And also, who said that that's all we're going to have you know, you know what else has been timely for the Bulls late in close games this season? Lonzo ball three pointers. Bing. Uh Alex Caruso creating a turnover for an easy fast break bucket. Ding ding. Uh Zach. Le- Zach Levine doing Zach Levine things. Bing.
1: Obviously. Come on with it.
0: DeMar being the hero is going to be as far as this Bulls team goes in the playoffs. Yes. That's a fact. That's a fact. That is a fact. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he can't have a supporting you know, players around him mm-hmm. that can have big moments. Uh, Like, for instance, Io Desumu, mm. who had, like, monster, monster moments in the fourth quarter. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth about this Io versus Cade Cunningham matchup that we saw tonight, Dave. Yes. But, yes, like, guys made big plays down the stretch. Vooch played limited minutes tonight. Oh, Billy, Billy mentioned it after the game, I saw, saying, like, yeah, kind of, like, not officially minutes restriction, but mm-hmm. shorter stints. He didn't even crack the 30-minute threshold tonight. Mm-hmm. Another Like like Zach, he had a big first half. Yeah. Quad, but, hey, stepped up to the line and sank two huge free throws when you need him. Vooch has had plenty of games like that this season where even on an off night, and it was not an off night. I think mm-hmm. Vooch was 8 of 11 from the field tonight. Very yes. efficient. Yes. Guys will step up in those big moments, and it doesn't just have to be DeMar all the time.
1: Yeah, man. Vooch, I mean, again, if, if it wasn't Zach carrying him, it was Vooch. You know what I'm saying? In that first half. Um Zoop and Vooch is not we're not used to seeing him at the line right. a lot. You know, it's not a thing he does. Uh, but like you said five or five from the line, he has shot five or more free throws four times <laughs> this season. All right. Four times. So this is his fifth time doing that, man. And they needed all of them. And to, to not be a guy that goes to the free throw line a lot, and it's not like he shoots a terrible percentage or anything like that, right. but to not be a guy in that situation a lot, to still go up there with the game on the line and hit those two huge free throws. The Bulls needed both of those. You couldn't go one for two on that one. He hit both of them, man, and I mean switched them up. That was really, really awesome and important. And also you saw the importance, of again, of Tristan Thompson because as soon as that happened, what happens? Vooch goes out of the game. We don't need – thank you for your offense. Mm-hmm. Come on, or Actually, they went with the five-guard lineup on that one. And they said, come on in. Let's try this for defense, man. And I appreciated that. But but Vooch, man, it was – I mean, he was talking crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Staring down, you mm-hmm. know, Bagley when he was scoring on him, Which you love to see because yeah. usually,
0: like, you know, Vooch, bless his heart, is he's the jolly green giant out there. He's oh, the gentle oh, oh. giant out there. And you want he, him to sometimes be like, I am bigger than you. I will break you.
1: Right. <laughs> you Do wanna not go mess Drago. with me. You want to go trago over right. there. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. I feel you on that. And he did that uh, quite a few times. Bagley got on his nerves and bothered him. And he, he retaliated, man. A lot of those points being inside. I think we only saw him probably take one or two jump shots. One or two mid-range shots. What did he take? One three-pointer? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, great. That's what, I'm, that's what I like. and. That's what you do against a team that doesn't have a big guy that you can kind of go up against. He doesn't need to spread his game out. He said, no, I'm just big, and I'll just go ahead and be big.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, NIU Dean saying, I'm thrilled they won, but it doesn't really change anything in my opinion. They need to get healthy and gel the last 10 games. I'll tell you okay. what, it
1: changes. The, the back
0: end of your statement is correct. The Bulls yeah. need to get their their other pieces back and hopefully gel with a handful of regular season sure. games before their first playoff series. The front end of your statement this doesn't change anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wrong. yeah. You know what this does change? Increasing the Bulls chances of having home court in the first round because you know what it is? It's the W. It's one of these. Mm-hmm. We haven't had
1: one in a while. Wu-Tang. So don't tell me it doesn't mean anything. Yes, man. That is all that, that I love when he's in my brain <laughs> cuz that's exactly what I was You're sitting there out thinking. Here with that nonsense. I
2: believe his point is that it doesn't work against quote crap teams
1: as as he said I. It doesn't work against crap teams. It, it worked. No, what, the, the winning formula tonight. This does, does work. work against crap against, teams, this does work
2: against crap. Teams don't oh, work
1: against playoff teams. Oh, uh, okay. okay. When we get to the playoffs, it's about Demar DeRozan. Listen, when you're in the playoffs, you go with your best player and what they do best. Right. If you if that's what you do best, then guess what? Is that's what you're going to continue to do. Steph Curry shoots threes a lot. Guess what? He's going to do in the playoffs. He's going to shoot threes.
0: Also, you know, if all you're doing is looking at the Pistons' regular season win loss record, you're gonna just default refer to them as a crap team. Mm. You might not know that over the last stretch of 10 games, they statistically rank better in damn near every category that the <laughs> NBA calculates than the Bulls do. Yeah, that's The Bulls true. were a worse team coming into this game
1: than the Detroit Pistons oh, in their stretch of games. Oh, don't say that out loud. i oh, just spitting facts, man. I know, and it just hurt.
2: <laughs> Alex says Peck shirt goes hard.
1: <laughs> yes, it does.
0: He loves hey it so much. All the credit in the world to Uncle Horace. Yes. That's oh, yes, correct. Very also direct.
2: says, also UK Chicago Bulls fans. Big shout out to them, by the way. Hey, oh, yeah, UK for sure.
0: Chicago Bulls. They're up, super, you they're up super late Appreciate all the time you. listening. That's that one of the things that I love about this fan base, Big Dave. Mm. And obviously we love our Chicago people. Sure. Even the suburbs people. I am a suburb native myself, is, but you know, no hate is. there. Mm-hmm. The global brand that is the Bulls and their fans. Yeah. People stay and okay. Oh, oh, okay. In the UK, it's tip off at midnight, right. one a.m. They caught a break tonight with a six p.m. tip. <laughs> Chicago, did, it's did. usually one a.m. tip off. Yeah, They're like grab a couple hours of sleep, wake back up again, watch
1: the Bulls go back to bed for an hour, then wake up and start your day. Yeah, like I, I think one of the greatest uh, examples of that is our guy, Mark Pe- Mark K. Oh, <laughs> all the way in Australia, you know his hours are crazy. The man's in the future. Predicting lottery numbers and stuff, man. He's at the future, all right. But no, he's of that kind of Bulls fan that he's still going to stay up, or or I don't know if it's going to be morning or evening when he gets on. I right. have no idea, but I just know it's not the normal time that we're doing this, no. and he's watching that game, man. So yeah, that's a great example. I Trust added
0: me. Melbourne, Australia to my phone's you know like world clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got tired of trying to do that.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> told me it wasn't gonna be no man. Uh
0: all right, so we did say that we want to talk about IO and Kate Cunningham. Yes. We'll get to that yes. next. But first, Big Dave. Mhm. In case they didn't hear in pregame. Tell mm-hmm. all the people out there in Bulls Nation how they can have so much fun with that little thing called Points. Oh,
1: you see this fun that we're having up here? This is the thing. This is called fun. You can have some of that fun too, y'all, by just downloading that PointsBet app. And when you do that, it's your best way to support CHGO, guys. Download that app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Because PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. We are most excited for PointsBet's new exclusive, exclusive feature. Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live Same Game Parlay. And you can do that only with points bet combine your favorite bets anytime during the game and if you want more because i know you do you want an extra helping you can also boost your live same game parlays what yes watch live parlay live party live and boost live with points bet and also everybody out there in illinois who's watching you ain't got to go nowhere to sign up y'all you know what you can just stay right home pull, pull out your phone your tablet whatever and go ahead and sign right on up Oh, look at it's him. Look so, at the joy. It's so easy. A joy. It's gonna join. So easy. Oh, yeah. Points bet. That's Give what it two is. Two seconds. Points bet. That's it. All right. You can do download it. the Points Bet app today. Just do it. <laughs> you can download that app today and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. Signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life. You ain't gotta go back and forth with for them parlays. Now, Check out the link in the description below. Use the code CHGO, that right, to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Because once the game starts, y'all, you don't just bet. You live your bet life with points bet. And what should they do? When should they do it? Should they do it? Do it! Do it. Just do it!
0: Just do you it. heard the man. I mean, he's yelling for a reason. I mean, if Shia LaBeouf tells you something...
1: You Mm -hmm. listen. You do it. You listen to the buff. You listen to the buff.
0: Uh, Okay, so moving along. Big matchup Bulls fans were excited about tonight. Mm -hmm. I.O. our gem homegrown second round draft pick against the number one overall pick, Mr. Cade Cunningham. Mm. And... We I like I don't know about you, Dave, but I really enjoyed this matchup tonight. Yeah. You, you might say that Cade got the better of this head-to-head matchup tonight. Cade finished with twenty-two on nine of fifteen, pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also dished out six assists. And uh, you know, you compare that to Io's stat line, a modest nine points on four of six, he had seven dimes. Mm. And here's the part that I like. Come on. Io had three steals and only two turnovers. Mm. Cade had zero steals. And six turnovers. That's
1: a big number there. One,
0: two, three, four, five, six.
1: six. That's a big old number right there, ladies and gentlemen. And the fact that it's not the first time he's done this to Cade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's what go ahead and makes gives me more love and just like, okay, Io is the real deal. Because he could kind of lean on that. And we talked about that with our guy Will, who's going to join us soon. We talked about that with Will in the pregame. Like, how much does he think, you know, it was injury. And how much did he think it was I/O? And he correctly was like, it's a little bit of both. You know, you kind of lean on that, especially if you're a Pistons fan. You kind of lean on that and say, well, you know, he's injured. You know, he wasn't acclimated yet. I don't think he'll be able to do that. Now, like you said, he came out and he showed some signs, man. You saw why he was the number one pick in the draft Mm -hmm. when he was out there playing today, man. Because the way he was scoring, I love the fact, you know, Matt, you know me, I love people that realize that they're tall. The fact that he's like, dude, I'm 6'7", and I can score with either hand, once he makes that spin move and he goes up, it's really sweet, man. It's just a really smooth, effortless game when he's trying to score. And then to get those six dimes and those four rebounds, yes, that's what you want from your point guard. But Io, like I said, from the jump, from the tip, was in that man's jersey, all right? Getting on his nerves, frustrating him, making him work. Because he had 22, but it was a hard 22. He had to work for everything that he got out there. And what Io also did on the offensive end, Matt, we talked about it also, like the, the one-man fast break that he does – it's just a thing of beauty when Io does it. He just turns on the jets. He's so fast, and he uses his length so well. I don't know how he's getting those layups up man. and in, man. But he's doing it, man. It's great to watch.
0: He's finding crazy angles on those one-man fast breaks yeah. when he tries yeah. to go glass, while mm-hmm. also, you know, using his body a little bit to shoot, But like, he's got guys, you know, four or five, or six inches taller than him, towering down on him, and he still finds ways yeah. to either make the layup and or just draw foul. Yeah. Uh, And, and, you know, sometimes, especially with younger players, you worry about them pushing a little too much, you're Mm -hmm. pressing too much. You know, I'm sure Billy's encouraging the Bulls to get out when they feel like they have an advantage to use some speed, especially if they have numbers. But And, and like, it's something that that Io does. It's also something Kobe does sometimes. It's Mm. like, if I feel like I can just beat the one guy I need to beat with a full head of steam right now, I'm going. And 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 you saw both of them do that tonight.
1: Yes. No, absolutely. And it's wild because – I feel slightly better about Io doing it, and I'm, I don't have a problem with Kobe doing it. But I, I don't know what it is. But I feel slightly one better. There time tonight
0: when Kobe did it, and I thought he should have pulled it out instead because they didn't have numbers. I remember, and, and he had a guy that caught up with him. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, yeah, and it ended up being a turnover. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. Oh, and that other turnover Kobe had, where he didn't even see the guy in front of him. He just after, came after the sp- Pistons made basket oh, on the my inbound. Goodness, man! I was like, yo, what is that? Yeah, that happened. That's the thing. But yeah, but. I feel a little more comfortable with Io doing that. And maybe that's because maybe I feel a little more bit more comfortable with him being the point guard. And yeah. we kind of see that game after game with the seven assists, with the four rebounds, with the defense. You just it's a comfort level with him. That is wild to have with somebody who is in their first season ever right. in the National Basketball right. Association. It's crazy. Uh, shout out to the Domestic
0: Draft Podcast crew. Oh, yo, yo I love that pod. There.
1: I love being on that pod, man. That was a great time. Good guys. people out there. Awesome people. Uh,
0: Adam says the NBA guards are going to sweat when they realize I was our third best perimeter. Hold defender.
1: on. Hold on.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Joyce Bulls post Bulls Just game. picked up Will Gottlieb,
1: ladies
3: oh, and gentlemen.
1: Oh, look at him. Look at the hair. Oh, look at the hair. Can you I did not I didn't I didn't even recognize you early on when, when I first got here because you walked up and you just started talking to me. Mm. And I saw this dude in glasses. And I'm like, who is is this a new guy? Why is he talking to me like uh, we know each other? I like to mix it up. Contacts weren't
0: feeling great this mm. morning. I mean
3: good, up. man. It's Kyle, Kyle Cormer's you,
1: smarter younger brother, everyone. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Welcome to the show. <laughs> We're not gonna let
3: this die, are oh, we? Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm no. giving
1: you my W9, bro. You get me to <laughs> you. <laughs> All right.
2: right, All
3: right.
0: You. <laughs> oh. Uh so so let's uh, let's toss <laughs> that to you now that you're here, Will. What uh, what do you think about the the Cade Cunningham I.O. matchup tonight?
3: I mean, Cade is really good. Yeah. I, I really like him. I think uh DeMar said as much after the game, like mm-hmm. he's just a big fan of the way that he plays with pace and with patience. Um, he's just, he's huge. He's got good touch. Uh, Iowa's great as well. I thought he played a really um, smart defensive game. He moves his feet well, keeps his chest square. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I thought they both played really well. Mm.
0: Uh, any any riveting takeaways from uh, tuning into post-game press conferences just now?
3: DeMar just kind of talked about how he stepped up his minutes a little bit tonight. And he was just like, he has to come in a little bit more. He played 41. Um, and he's like, that's a know, lot. Man, if, if we're going to, if we need to play 48, I'm going to play 48. Mm. So mm, uh, the other thing is that he was just like, when I'm on or when I'm off, doesn't really mat- matter to me. feels mm. the same. Yeah. And um, basically just saying like, you know, whether or not the shots falling, he is consistent with this approach. He's poised and patient and, I mean, the fork is always there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, like, whether the ball goes in. And I just appreciate the way that he never speeds himself up, that he's always able to get to his spots um, and doesn't worry about, like, oh, that last one missed. He's always going to take that next one. Absolutely true. Did, did they talk at
0: all about it? seemed like there was one or maybe a couple of timeouts tonight earlier on when the Bulls were struggling. That Bulls' sideline, their huddle got a little heated. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if that was them riling each other up if somebody was calling out somebody in particular, well, like was it was that discussed in post game?
3: It definitely was discussed. Uh, I think Casey asked Demar what was said, and he said, "I'm not allowed to say on <laughs> on camera." So, <laughs> so there was they some were, colorful language. There was some colorful used. language. They are getting heated, but uh, I think that was also the point when the defensive energy and intensity and execution completely flipped, and that's really why the Bulls won tonight. Was they really ratcheted up? their just ability to get stops. I mean, the first three quarters was just really bad. It was terrible. Kobe was giving up layups, backdoor cuts, transition buckets left and right. Um, Rotations were late coming from basically everyone. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just on Kobe, but he had a few loud ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Screaming. And then in the fourth quarter, they just decided, like, you know, they said they had the sense of desperation and urgency. Mm, They just decided to pick it up, and they did. It's (laughs)
0: interesting you say that because in the comments, Jared said it's hard to watch Zach and Debo on their closeouts. Zach was getting cooked off the dribble all night. How much of this is just saving their legs for the fourth quarter? I mean, maybe it's that, but you're, I mean, there were a couple of times where Zach's guy just drove right past him yeah. and he showed very little resistance, mm-hmm. if any, mm-hmm. and, and, and same thing with, uh, with DeMar, you can say the same thing about him. Both of them struggling with closeouts and their one-on-one defense tonight. And then, uh, you know, as Dave and I were touching on before you joined us, well, Zach DeMar both had key defensive plays in the fourth quarter, in addition to guys that you had expected from, like Ayo Like it, it seemed like every guy out there on the floor made a big defensive stop for the Bulls at some point in that fourth quarter. Was that some of the just desperation?
3: Yeah, Billy was saying that, you know, it's not that he's being lazy necessarily, or um, maybe lazy is not the right word, but just like, you know, using his energy efficiently, not wasting mm-hmm energy getting after it too early. I think probably the whole team had a little bit of that mm-hmm. where, you know, we talked about it before the game. We talked about it last night. This is a team where they've won 18 games this year. Maybe you think you can come out and, and kind of cruise to a win. Um, but it took them a little bit of time. Credit to them. They stuck around and then uh, put their foot on the gas pedal there in the fourth. But, um, yeah, I think it sounds like they, they had that moment where they realized this is – like closing time here it's mm-hmm. it's to close in time and uh you know they they Three put marks. the pressure on yeah you got to see that we need a shirt yes, um, we need a shirt. <laughs> yeah they just decided to start playing defense and it, it's nice to see them be able to execute that like mm-hmm. you want to see the effort but you also want to see can they do it and we're getting crucible back soon getting lonzo back soon but if this group can play defense with or without those guys mm-hmm.
1: That's what we like to see. Let me ask you, what what kind of joy did it bring you watching that small ball lineup come in at the <laughs> end of the game? Oh. I know. Jamar at center, ball. it we happened. Were, we were
3: talking about it bef- uh, before the game. We were talking about it as it happened. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, you know, Lonzo, Io, Caruso together is a pretty, like, impossible – Defensive trio to score on Um, and then you throw Zach and Damar in the mix like let's play small Let's play fast and let's have a ton of space on the floor. I thought it was interesting They almost gave up a wide open layup there. I tweeted out the play. It was the last very last possession of the game Mm -hmm. Um, Damar and Zach had a little bit of a a mix up there and nearly gave up a wide open layup under the basket But uh, I think it's interesting. I would love to see Billy play around with it a little bit more Especially when some of these guys come back because they all defend across every position Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm You can switch. Uh, you see guys like Caruso guarding everybody from Steph to Giannis. I mean, they. I think they could do some stuff with that lineup.
0: Mm. Uh, Michael, or Mikhail, in the comments saying, Tristan means so much to this team. That veteran presence is invaluable. Um, you, you saw him, you know, going at it and getting people riled up uh, on the sidelines. He's a goon. And, goon. like, again, goon and Dave, <laughs> you and I kind of talked about this uh, on the old platform. Shout out to LockedOn. Um when we were gearing up for his buyout and then dismissal from the Pacers becoming a reality yeah. and talking about how it's not just going to be what Tristan gives you on the floor right. as, as far as like within the parameters of that basketball court and the numbers he gives you in the stat sheet, but some of the intangible things that this team could be missing. A, a tough guy to stand ground when the Bulls are getting tossed around. And look, this was, especially early on, I thought yet another very physical mm-hmm. game that the Bulls mm-hmm. had to deal with. Some of those Pistons were setting hard screens. They were setting elbowy screens. Yes. And, uh, you know, that kind of presence from Tristan, especially come playoff time. Because DeMar is the other vet on this team. I guess you could also throw Vooch in that category of veteran leaders on NBA this team. NBA champion
3: Alex Caruso. Thank well, you very okay. much. Short, sure. Short. <laughs> Don't want to shortchange Caruso.
0: <laughs> but when it comes to DeMar and Vooch, like, yes, they can lead and lead by example. But their primary focus every night is going to be what they're doing on the floor. Correct you need to have a guy who's a veteran leader who's not worried about getting his 20 and 10 or his 25, (laughs) seven and six. Yeah. And he's going to
3: remind people like, okay guys, it's time to play some defense here. Oh, that's what his, that's where his effort is focused. And, uh, Billy brought him up as one of the three guys that was talking, that was, you know, starting that dialogue in those timeouts in the fourth quarter. Um, Zach, DeMar, and Tristan really getting after it and, you know, starting to change the momentum of that game. So, I agree. I think Tristan, you know, they had a few plays where they, like, tried
1: to post him up. We don't have to deal with that. But <laughs> if, he, if he's out there
3: to play some defense and provide some energy, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, why not? And I thought it was also important because, you know, Alex wasn't there. You know, so you needed that guy on the sideline to probably, you know, talk to these young guys and let them know what they needed to be. And Caruso does it, you know, maybe a little less harsher, you know what I'm saying, than Tristan would do it. But the point is the job needed to be done. And he told them what they needed to hear.
3: You know, different people learn in different ways. Like Caruso's out there, like pointing X's and O's Mm -hmm. and like telling people like, okay, this is where you need to be. This is how you need to change your body, change your angle, move your feet, whatever it may be. And Tristan's like, you know, (laughs) do it. Sergeant (laughs) Sergeant (laughs) commander out here, like, you know.
1: I had you. I sent you. Come on, man. Ooh. Okay, I gave you an alley-oop.
2: We done it twice now.
3: Oh.
1: Yeah, you don't, you don't want to overuse Shia. oop him, man, but I'm just saying, I know you, but when I oop you, though, you got to get the I oop,
2: appreciate man. it. You're right. All right. You're it's always looking out for it, but I like, you know, part of the fun is that. You I like the surprise. Like, you know, I like chiming in jumping right. in when you guys aren't expecting it. All right, all right, all right. And a little spontaneous. I shi- don't need the pick. It's shy,
0: so you don't wanna, you know, overuse it too early. Cause yes. you know, he's one of the many examples of of a childhood stardom life gone wrong where you know <laughs> That's what we're getting out of a sound effect. I'm just saying, <laughs> one you know, one minute you're the star of a hit Disney Channel original series, <laughs> then the next minute, you know, like you're eighteen years old in a drunk tank somewhere. <laughs> like these things happen if you do too much too fast, Dave. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. Since he's putting it that way. True story. True story. (laughs) (laughs) To put it that way. But, yeah, man, but what Tristan can provide for that team, you know, just – like, like, you know, I love it. You know, I love the goon levels that he provides for this team, but just the IQ kind of thing also that he could provide, you know, pointing guys where they need to be on the defensive end and what they're doing wrong and giving them the energy when it's low. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because again, like I was saying, man, this team is used to win, is learning to win. You know, a lot of these guys are learning what it takes to win in the NBA consistently. And when it's important, you know, when it's 20, 15 games left. A lot of these guys haven't been in that situation. Tristan's been in that situation many a day. Yeah. So, And he's been around one of the greatest ever to do it in that situation many a day. So he kind of knows what it takes. So he knows how to get those guys inspired. Because you saw after that happened, when they started you know, getting the wheels rolling, who was the first one off the bench cheering everybody on? It was Tristan Thompson. It was the first one to applaud the effort.
3: And we've talked about it before. The bench depth on this team is actually a strength. Once everybody gets healthy, assuming everybody gets healthy, you're going to be able to have – a time and a place where Tristan makes sense to bring him in. Mm. Um, I think in the locker room, he's always going to be helpful, but um, yeah, I think that they're going to be able to be really flexible and versatile with the way that they, uh, the way that Billy is able to like massage his lineups. And so there's going to be series or games within a series or possessions within a game where he becomes super important um, and there're going to be times when uh, we go Demar 5, Demar at the 5. So, DeMar at the enjoy um, on your face. Yeah,
1: I love it. Yeah, give me all the small ball. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bulls
0: version of the Hampton's 5 that they had over Golden State, man. Mm, I am not opposed to it. Not against. I want
1: to see it.
3: Yeah. Not against it. Give me man. some action. Um, all right, so so
0: fi- <laughs> final thought, final thought going back to to Iowa and Cade real quick before we move on to mm-hmm. our next topic, which is Jeremy Grant and revisiting the trade deadline rumors. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, which would you feel better about Pretend you're not a Bulls fan. Pretend you aren't what? a Pistons fan. Okay.
3: In a vacuum. Okay.
0: In a vacuum. Thank you, getting bro. Cade Cunningham number one overall or getting Io DeSumo 38th overall. Knowing how much weight goes into getting a high lottery pick, the highest lottery pick right, versus finding a, a hidden gem, if you will, with Io. Which one would you feel better about your club getting the most value out of the pick where you got the pick?
1: Oh, man. Um I guess Cade uh because he is the number 1 pick in the draft and the value that you want to get out of the number 1 pick in the draft is huge and the fact that he gives it to you and shows it to you a little bit on a yeah. bad team like that yeah it, it's He's, the one he's pick. a foundational
3: piece yeah you, I you think build around re- I'm sorry regardless of whether you're a team that's trying to make a push and contend or trying to like start from scratch, you need really good players. And if you have a chance at a foundational piece, I feel like you got to make the swing. Now, in the context of the Bulls and the Pistons, would a guy like Cade be awesome on this team? Sure. But I think Io's been playing with a little bit more of that like veteran poise that he somehow has as a rookie. So for the context of the Bulls, I think Io's great. Uh, just on a raw talent, um, starting a franchise from scratch, Probably give me Cade. Yeah. I don't want to go
2: too off subject. Would you guys is is Cade your number one in a redraft? I mean, Mobley looks like a all man, NBA first I'm a big team defender. Guy. It looks mean, bro. It
0: might be Mobley. I mean, Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes looks Barnes great too. too. Safe as number ones. You know, like would you go back if you went back? Would you take eight and one? Probably not. No, probably not. Mm-mm. It's but it's is less Cade and less Luka. frequent that the the big the star big of a draft is undoubtedly, unquestionably the number one. And, you know, combo guard forward kind of
1: players like Cade. I'm still taking Cade at one, though, honestly. yeah, It's 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 going to be
3: really fun to watch their careers unfold. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have in Cleveland Darius Garland, who can be that sort of offensive focal point Mm -hmm. that, you know, if the Cavs didn't have somebody like Garland, would Mobley have as much value? Because he's still... I don't think you're like running the offense through him. He's like a generational defensive right. prospect, but, um, I don't know. Give me, I don't, I don't, it's know. A <laughs> tough, I don't know what it's a I would tough want. Call.
0: <laughs> tough call. Yeah. I, I knew that I would bait at least a couple of bulls fans in the comments though, to say, Oh yeah, give me Iowa 38. <laughs> I over I love everybody. It. I yeah. love how much Bulls fans are so dedicated to I.O. I love you, it, man. He's been great. It's great, man. It's been great. It's great story. Yeah. Uh, all right. We did to talk Marco. about Jeremy Grant. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait.
3: <laughs> I was going to say Mark in the comments said Marco or Mopley. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Smotovic? That Marco? That's the Marco. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, man. <laughs> I love, I love sorry City sorry to derail doing the conversation. How
0: the Winnie City Bulls doing?
3: Mark, when are you getting back on the pod? <laughs> Come on, can Mark. Bring, bring the sass in person.
0: Sass, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. If you guys out there are enjoying CHGO, Bulls, and all the other teams we're covering so far and want more of it and want to help us out, one way that you can help us continue to grow is to download that PointsBet app that we've been telling you about and be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Not mm-hmm. only... Are you going to get two, count them one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000? But if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free free CHGO membership, which unlocks... You, to all of our web content, mm. you'll even get a free t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, and there are some what? dope shirts in there, you guys.
1: Dude, that black Hawk Mine's too. on
0: the way, CHGO Bulls cursive, Ooh. black print, red shirt. Smooth. Oh, my God, I'm going to wear it every day. Nice. <laughs> and if you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can sign up right on your phone. You don't have to go to, you know, one of the on-site locations. No, no, you don't have to go to the sportsbook. No, you can sign up on no. your phone. You can actually download the app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever to use, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Mm. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your what? That's right. Your bet life. Your yeah, bet <laughs> the life. points bet. <laughs>
1: That's what you do. Oh, the fire that this man delivers! These Giving things, you a man. run for your money. Oh I yes, man! Right there, hey, it's Hussie, neck and neck.
0: I like money. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob, Spon- is that? One don't
2: don't,
1: don't that pretend one? like you knew that. One. Oh, oh don't call, you don't call him out late like that?
3: Late
2: night, Joey. Is He's got <laughs> Joey. Got spicy. I beat him because he gets every reference. It's he true. gets every I do, reference. I get one,
0: but. I, as I told you before, we went on. I was not a SpongeBob watcher. Mm. I understand that a whole lot of the world was like every other GIF on Twitter these days is a SpongeBob, right. and I'm like, wish I understood that reference. <laughs> it's but a generational gap between and I guess you and so. I. You can only mm. watch so many children. Let us shows.
2: know in the comments if you're a SpongeBob <laughs> I mean, watcher. You know, yes, please.
0: Will
3: hey, were you a SpongeBob you, watcher? I was not a SpongeBob guy. Oh, there's a generational gap
0: right yeah, here. Yeah. You want to talk Rugrats? <laughs> I'll talk Rugrats. You want to talk, talk Doug? Doug? Funny? I'll talk Doug funny. Oh yeah. Like, hey Arnold! I could even go that far back with you. Mm. Or I guess that most recent, that far recent, that far ya. recent. That back. was yeah. that was the most recent one. <laughs> Good job. You want me to recite the entire series of Boy Meets World, start to finish? I'll do it right now. Boys, boy Meets World. SpongeBob, get out of here with that shit.
3: <laughs> a lot of a lot of SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, a lot of love for me in the comments here. here. Okay. Oh well, yeah.
0: They're about that life of SpongeBob. You and really. your young people go enjoy your SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with Rugrats and Doug. <laughs> Uh, God, how great was Nickelodeon?
1: It was good stuff. Well, I didn't have cable coming up, but yeah, it was good stuff. Supposedly, it's still around. <laughs> no. Now they're broadcasting NFL games. Dude, those are the best. The slime ends Dude, up? the best. Watching those games, man, are the absolute best, man. I, they should do that just more for regular season games. Just yeah. go ahead and do that. It's the best. Can um, you imagine,
3: like, what is the NBA version of that? Ooh, nickel, oh, like, like every time there's game? a three, you have like a slime splash yeah, coming
0: ooh. out of the room. Even like that would be combine so distracting. it with the old graphics like from the arcade NBA Jam, where like if a guy hits three shots in a row, He's have a fireball fire. tail right, right. Okay. on the basketball. That's right. good. I like burn that. The net.
3: I can dig it. I like that. That's how lucky to it be. It's just spitball be. in here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, legendary I would, ideas, though, sir. Those I would write them
3: down. Put them on a shirt. Put it
1: on a shirt.
0: it on a shirt. I mean, and you know, hopefully, knock on wood, Dick Vitale. Comes back and it's fully v. healthy, so you could just have him in the background all the time on the alternate broadcast, going, "It's awesome, baby!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. I love Dicky V. Well, I'm going to make a phone call right after this post game ends to figure out how we get that going.
1: <laughs> what well, in my head? I thought you were saying I'm going to make a, a phone call and I'm going to call Dickie V. Oh, <laughs> get him on the line, right? Because like, I got Dicky V. out here. like, yo, just, what is going just on? Just burning through my phone. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Okay, guys. So, but last thing we wanted to do before we get out of here for the night. Mm revisiting all the jerry jeremy grant trade rumors that were going on before the trade deadline i know some of you out there were playing with your trade machines i know it oh don't pretend like you weren't
3: you in my dms and i i love the trade machine
0: i mean you can have fun (laughs) i love the trade machine just don't present dumb trades on the trade machine just because the computer tells you that it works (laughs) doesn't mean it's a good
1: trade Oh my Guilty goodness! Guilty as charged. <laughs> yes, dude. The amount of trade machine stuff in my DMs.
3: I will say the Jeremy Grant trade ideas. I went back and forth on them. Sure. Okay. At first, we didn't know if Patrick Williams was going to come back at all. Right. Um, okay. Just to zoom out here, Patrick sure. Williams was going to need to be in this trade, right? It doesn't get. Done yes. No. It sounds no no
0: like it. from the Pistons side, they would have demanded PW. Correct.
3: I'm a big peed up guy like him a lot. I think he's going to be great. However, Uh before we knew that Lonzo and Caruso were going to be out for so long. Mm -hmm. DeMar's playing at MVP caliber level at age 32. You don't know if that's repeatable. You don't know if he's going to give you that kind of production in year two and year three of this contract. True. Booch has been struggling and they need him to play better. They need another option uh, scoring. They need another versatile switchy big man. Uh, who can guard up and down uh, like play small lineups. Um, I thought Jeremy Grant fit the bill as somebody who could be that missing piece. Mm-hmm. Um, if he slotted in at the right spot. Mm-hmm. So when Crusoe and Lonzo went out, I changed my mind on it entirely. I think that's allowed, by the way, you're allowed to change your mind as information changes. Maybe that kids. I was in for it before again, big Pat fan. I think he's going to be great, but the wind, there's a window right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was excited about it. But then, yeah, all these injuries started happening, and it just felt like too much of a risk. You don't know what you're going to have moving forward. So I, I backed
1: off. Mm. I think I was I was more one of those guys who didn't put a lot of thought into it because I knew Patrick Williams wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I continue to reiterate that, like, over and over and over again to people. He's not being traded. Like, so I didn't really give it that much uh, love in, you know, looking at it. But I wanted Jeremy Grant, of course. Like, he's a Just great player. Just not for the
3: price of Patrick Williams.
1: But it wasn't going to happen for the price of Patrick Williams. And I wouldn't have given up Patrick Williams if if you're going to ask me that question. I, I wasn't going to give up Patrick Williams Patrick Williams, Williams on the him. table
3: plus cap filler for Jeremy Grant. Sir. Not going to do it. Especially not now.
2: Not now after this, the losing streak and, mm. you know, the team's That's coming what back I'm down to earth a little right, bit. You know, right. a couple of weeks ago when you think, you know, this team's got – a really legitimate shot to make a run in the East. Now I don't know if it makes sense to go that far into win now mode when you have a potential long-term asset in Patrick Williams. Like Jeremy Grant, I think, will be an expiring contract next year. Mm -hmm. I just don't know about that.
3: Yeah, and it just didn't seem like it was the right fit from a personnel standpoint Mm -hmm. where he obviously wants to get his shots up. He wants to get paid. (laughs) Do your thing, man. Like, respect. That's what I I would want to (laughs) do. Exactly. But it doesn't really work for how the Bulls are playing this year and how they're winning this year so i just think ultimately it was the right call to not do it maybe if circumstances changed earlier on in the season maybe it would have worked but um i think it was the right move at this point in retrospect
1: and remember it it wasn't like it was just the bulls like he no he couldn't go anywhere you know what i mean like like other teams were trying to trade for him and it just couldn't go down because of what you just i think a lot of it was what you just said he made it clear wherever i go i want to shoot Right. You know what I'm saying? I want yep. to be the guy to get the ball it is, and put it and in again, the shots. And again, respect, man. That's, yeah,
0: for cool, real. Cool, That's Jeremy, how you get paid, right? You, you excited to come to Chicago and be the fourth option offensively. <laughs> shots you about Maybe to the third
1: on some nights? Right. Exactly. So. I also
0: don't think he was the brilliant two way player that a lot of Bulls fans or, or even you know NBA fans talking about that trade hypothetical made him out to be in that discussion while it was happening. Mm. His numbers are not all that impressive to me on the defensive end. He makes occasional plays. He does have switchability. But he's not some, like, all-star stopper kind of defensive player. In my opinion. I've never seen Jeremy Grant that way on the defensive end. And if what Bulls fans were really hoping for
3: was size,
0: Jeremy Grant, not that big. Mm. Not that big. Yeah, I, I think
3: the idea is that, like, you you reimagine his uh, – his success playing next to Jokic in Denver. Sure. Right. Like mm-hmm. he's a different player in Detroit right now. Right. He's, mm-hmm. he's like their guy or their secondary option. Now that Kate is playing so well, but then
0: mm-hmm. that goes back to what you said, which was he left Denver cause he wanted to be the guy. Correct. Right. Here he is being the guy on a team with 18 wins. Yeah. Nearing the middle of March. Um, the other thing that we cannot remind bulls fans enough, apparently, or certainly the ones who were willing to give up P-dub for Jeremy Grant, who I didn't think was pushing the bulls hey, over. The threshold <laughs> to a title this season. Patrick Williams cannot legally consume alcohol until August of this summer. The man is twenty years old. You wanna give up on that? Mm. On that blue chip young talent? Because guess what? DeMar DeRozan, 32. Mm. Booch. Also past 30. A couple of years of prime prime left for those guys. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. Zach, 27, plenty of prime left. Lonzo, young,
1: so plenty forget of prime to add left. Lonzo into that discussion. But like, you Kobe's know he's young.
0: They they are building a tier of different ages of players to have continued competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Something the previous regime did not understand how to do at all. These new guys do. And giving up Patrick Williams would kill a big chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Especially look, you gave up draft capital to get Vooch here yeah, and make yeah. you better and competitive now. Now, yeah. Pete Hubb is one of the best pieces of draft capital. You still got kicking around. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're paying Kobe White some huge extension
3: this offseason. Agree. That'll be an interesting conversation.
0: For <laughs> Very yeah, big interesting. big decision, but the blue
3: chip young piece you keep
0: is Patrick freaking Williams, who, again, can't drink alcohol legally yet.
3: You want to hear something crazy about Pat? Oh, please. So a lot of people compare, compare him to Scotty Barnes, who's also out of Florida State, mm-hmm. also plays sort of a point four type of position and came out and was the fourth pick in the following draft. Patrick Williams is 25 days younger than Scotty Barnes. How about that? Wow. Wow. Just, wow. just an interesting <laughs> little wow, fact dude.
0: there. Wow, I mean, the, the one I always go to is wow. like that he's younger than Io, which he is by like, yeah. like a year.
1: That's so crazy, man. Like, That's crazy. And 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 also, I mean, he's like the next Jason Tatum. Like he's still only nineteen. Yeah. 19? Get, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, didn't Tatum have a birthday recently? Like a week or so ago? Tatum and I was nineteen for number? four years. And I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> but I've been aging so much faster than that. <laughs>
1: Time. He just dropped 44 also tonight, man, Tatum. He's so good. He's special. He's a special Celtics are good. I'm, I keep saying. Celtics are good, man. Celtics are good. It's going to be something coming down the line to play, though, man. And also, it's their, It's AK and Eversley's first pick, <laughs> you know, ever, yeah. with his new regime. Was their
3: first not only their first pick, but, like, their first roster move, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it, was, the it only. was. And then they kind of did nothing for six months. Yes. so <laughs> Chilled yeah. out. It's an evaluation period. I do think there's a legit argument for it, though. Where like you see a window, yes, they're kind of like hedging the current roster right. the contention period against the future, but I think there's still an argument to be made that like we have an opportunity to go all in, like
0: a big swing like that, push all the yeah. chips. Now in. maybe you
3: don't think Jeremy Grant is the guy yeah. worth making the swing Thank for. You. Yes, you know? <laughs> but I do think you know if the right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, sir.
3: I do think if the right opportunity pre- presented itself, mm. that that's
1: something to think about. I completely agree. If the right opportunity Maybe yeah. this summer. Absolutely right. No no doubt about it. Maybe that. as soon as this summer.
0: Yes. I'm I'm just curious to know. It, so it seems like we're all on the same page in that going back, uh, you know, hindsight 2020 all that, to think about where we are now compared to what was going on at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. None of us, if we could go back and do it over, would do it over and make that trade for Jeremy Grant, especially if we are assuming it meant giving up Patrick Williams, right? right? Yeah. I wonder how many Bulls fans feel differently. I wonder if that's a significant percentage.
1: And those of you who feel differently, feel free to contact uh, Matt on Twitter and send him the DMs of all your trade requests and all those wonderful things. He can't wait to read them. Thank God for the mute One thing I don't need
3: in my mentions right now is Pat Will revisionist history fake trades.
1: (laughs) It's a thing, man. It is a thing. It's a thing, bro. It's
3: a I'm thing. guilty. About it. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> one posting all the fake trades out here. <laughs> it's,
1: it, it,
0: it's part of the NBA regular season ebbs and flows of energy true, and, and true. vibes. And it's like, wait, okay, we're a month away from the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Let's all talk about all the crazy trades that are going to go down. And then we're two weeks away. We're one week cool. away. We're we're three days away. We're a day away. It's like everybody, of course, gets hyped for it. Yeah. And then sometimes, like this season, you do see crazy shit happen, like Ben Simmons for James Harden, like insane. I always thought though that the Bulls were just please give chill. me net Sixers in the first yeah, round. Yeah, we'll Oh my god, say it every I, show. I need it. <laughs> we need, need it. that. Didn't, didn't they just officially, like earlier today, rule out Simmons for that game coming up in a couple of days?
1: I think that's smart
3: on their part. Yeah, I wouldn't. Oh I god. wouldn't have him play that. Wait,
1: would you? Do you have a problem? Do you think he'll actually be on the bench? No? You don't think he's even Has on the bench? Has he been on the bench? I shouldn't have. Yeah, he, he's been there a couple times. He's been there? He's been okay. a couple, I, I'm just, honestly, I'm, but I'm agreeing with you. I don't think I, he'll be there.
3: I also, I don't remember where I saw this, but people were talking about whether he deserves a tribute video. And everybody's getting a tribute video these yeah, days. Like they're handing him out. They gave one to, I don't know. I'm gonna...
1: I mean, he was, he was successful there, you know? He yeah. was very successful yeah, there. Yeah, successful. The first there.
3: overall pick, they went to the playoffs a bunch. Yeah. He was a part of the process. Yes, he was. I think we're watering down, like, the value
2: of a tribute video now. Like Agreed. No way that is deserving. Um, no way that is deserving. Didn't of the Bulls a give video? one for Larry Markinen? Yeah. If they did, that's so, ridiculous.
1: They did. Yeah. But yeah. But he should get one, honestly. I think he should get one.
0: I, I can't remember because if it did happen, I blocked it out of my memory. They didn't give Jabari one, right,
1: after they traded God, him he, away? This, again, this is why I know Matt so well because I knew that's exactly <laughs> where he was going. In my head, Will, I was, was like, watch him say something about it was either there's a, like The, the answer is yes, he got a I, tribute I, video. The idea
0: of a Jabari trade is ridiculous, and so is the idea of a Wade –
1: tribute video. See? Told you. I knew it was coming. Baby. Like, oh man, that's right. It's so awesome. I knew this was coming. Yeah, we need a Cristiano got me,
3: Felicio tribute video. I don't know if he's Ooh. ever if he's ever coming back in town, probably not, but Does Felicio get a trip? Oh my God. I would I would when he back. comes back from <laughs> when he comes back Just from the playing
0: triple A ball in Brazil or whatever the, one, the hell he's doing.
3: The one highlight of him stealing D Wade's triple double rebound. <laughs>
0: That was the greatest thing Felicio ever accomplished in the NBA. Was my favorite was stealing one. Wade's triple double away from him.
3: No, my favorite Thanks, one was Felicio. him forgetting
1: that it was five people on the floor and he was supposed to be on the floor <laughs> oh in God. the fourth quarter. And he goes running down. We need to neuralize ourselves. my, God. God. Oh my Yeah, you yeah. right. Where is, is it? Neither. Y'all moved it. You oh, moved no. the neuralizer. Oh, this is strange. why this happened because I wasn't near the neuralizer.
0: Uh, oh.
1: A few more comments that we'll. Oh, there there it you is. Oh. Thank you, Joey. A Sweet release. A few more comments we'll try and
0: rifle through before we get out of here. Carlos. What up, Carlos? Saying, Carlos. Uh, I think watching his teammates play all season long is going to give Pat Will an understanding of what his team needs from him when he's back on the court. Mm. Fair point there. Mm. Plus, he'll be super hungry and motivated to finally play. Bull don't lie, saying it's hard to bet against Acme right now. This season was just step two in the path of making Chicago basketball relevant again. True. Thank you. Trust the True. process. As we just went down that ugly memory lane, let's all remember where this team was when the pandemic shut down the nba in march of 2020. Please remember Let's that. remember where we were and the fact that that was not all that long ago. It was not. And our pal Mark K saying, uh I'm sitting here watching this itching to fire off some anti Pat Williams takes <laughs> next time I'm on. <laughs> bring it Mark, bring it. Love to hear the uh opposing viewpoints. Mm. And you know, if if Mark is one of those people saying, you know, don't don't put stock in Pete up being like this team's savior again with the word savior. This it season, no. Bad. I'm just talking about P Dub's projection, long term, mm-hmm. and, and maybe maybe Mark doesn't see that ceiling being as high for Patrick as some of us do. It's possible, which is fair.
1: It's possible and
3: fair. Mm-hmm. He's theoretical still. I've been saying that. Mm. He's a project. Mm. He's fine right now as a player. I think he'll be good, but we can have that discussion and more. Yeah, time I mean, Mark's guess on.
0: what, Mark? You could have thrown your anti-P Dub takes out there, other than just in the comments, if you were hanging out with us tonight, but you're not, <laughs> so. That's on you. Next time. Enjoy Enjoy your your anniversary, man. Being over there in Australia with, you know, like a family and a job and all that.
1: Oh, and also, quick shout out to Kendall Gill and his son, Phoenix Gill, man. Yeah. Going downstate with St. Ignatius, man. Big shout out to him for that, man. Big shout out, bro. That's big stuff right there, man. His son. Watching his son. And be seeing how good he is. And you're like, wait, you're how old? Oh, my God. So 14 years old. It's like he's dunking. He's on varsity. Like, he's and incredible.
0: like we, we met Kendall's sons uh, at NBC a few years back. And even just in the few years since then and now, holy crap, his son has shot up in height. Dude. And every month that he ages, he becomes more and more of a spitting image of a young Kendall Gill. That's it's true. Freaky.
1: That's very true.
0: And, you know, he's starting to beat Kendall one on one. God, that's just so <laughs> glorious. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Phoenix.
1: Shout out Phoenix. All
0: right, that's it for tonight. We'll get out of here and let y'all get some sleep so you can get excited for tomorrow. We're halfway through the week, you guys. Now the Bulls have a couple of days to regather themselves, and then we got Cavs on Saturday. Woo! New winning streak. Started. Started tonight. hmm Don't forget, promo code CHGO at PointsBet when you download that app for all sorts of awesome perks. Two risk-free bets, up to two thousand dollars plus a membership, right here at CHG over all of our amazing content. Mm -hmm. Do it. Listen to Shia.
1: (laughs) See, he almost did it. You know, I give you one more. I give you one more. Say it again.
2: Say it again. Say it again.
1: Listen to Shia.
2: Do it. (laughs)
1: Just do it that's him getting the rebound for our
0: producer joey for will gottlieb (laughs) and big dave i'm matt we love you we appreciate you bulls nation come back and see us again on friday for a fresh pod here chgo underscore bulls and that chgo sports youtube channel until next time see you red be good hey mom